How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Easy Peasy Podcast, where we discuss living better through permaculture, mindfulness, decentralization, freedom, flow, agorism, anarchy, and more. We'll discuss how to solve life's complex problems with simple solutions. This is Mike the Polymath coming from the Easy Peasy Workshop in Indianapolis, Indiana, the crossroads of America. Thanks for joining me. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 87. Damn. Uh, 87 of the Easy Peasy podcast. And we've got a new guest. We've got Free and Poor on the podcast tonight. So, on, man. how's it going? Yeah, you know, it's going. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I was talking to, <laughs> just the way you said that, I was talking to somebody else earlier and I said, kind of like we're all just living in la la land right now like oh, it's absolutely. like the, it's like the calm before the storm or something i don't know <laughs> it's weird isn't it it's like uh after the last two years it just seems like nobody can really get a beat on how things are gonna go over the next half decade or so so it's it's kind of weird man it is <laughs> well at least i don't know at least everybody kind of feels it i guess yeah. I don't really know about like I think the normies even kind of feel it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, you can you can just kind of tell whenever you go out everybody's like, "All right, just another day." <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny cuz like I really don't know a whole lot about you um except just like what you put out on social media. I guess right. you found you found me through BR, huh? I did. I did. I saw that uh BR had put you on a story after Childerberg mm-hmm. and I was like well, I kind of like the vibe this guy's got going, you know, with the, hmm. the permaculture thing, the gardening thing. And that's something I'm trying to get into myself. I, I don't have quite the green thumb. I wish I did, but um, I'm working on it, you know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think green thumbs are nonsense. It's like, do you have good dirt? That's that's right. the main That's the main thing, you know. Yeah. It's, but uh, yeah. I, I guess, you know, go I've tried gardening. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the delay always takes me a minute to get used to. But right, yeah. yeah. Well, I've uh, I've tried gardening in the past before, and I think honestly, what it is is just a, a lack of attention. You know, I'm not giving it the time that it needs. Hmm. So I'm always like too excited and too ready to get those like short span crops and get my first harvest in, and I'm I always rush it. You know, so yeah, it's kind of yeah. a pain. Well, and the whole thing about, yeah, you, you kind of have to put your hands on it like every day. Oh yeah. That's what I always like tell clients. It's kind of like, if you're not in the garden, the garden's not going to do well. It, you know, it, it needs love. It needs to be, uh, kind of coddled a little bit and, you know, caressed. It it needs, it needs to be touched. (laughs) Yeah. I, uh, I got a buddy here in town actually that I've, uh, I just, I re I met him through Instagram. Actually. It's really mm-hmm. interesting. Cause he lives, we live in a town of 
I don't know, 10,000 people, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he happens to be great with his garden and everything. And I really need to get out there and be like, hey, man, can you can you get over here and tell me what I need to do, what I'm doing wrong, you know? And honestly, I'm sure it's just a attention thing, like I said, but it's it's definitely something that is a valuable skill to have. I Yeah, you, you're preaching to the choir, obviously, for sure. <laughs> um, so why don't you tell us about yourself a little bit? You know, I know you want to stay kind of vague. Um, I guess before I even let you do that, I am sorry they fucking shut your TikTok down, bro. Dude, dude, that was crazy, wasn't it? Fucking <laughs> assholes, man. Like you were oh, just no. breaking, you were just breaking through, weren't you? It was crazy because uh, I, I did a, uh, for those who don't know, I do a, a podcast myself. I just started. I've only got like five episodes or something like that. But mm-hmm. I was talking about it last week. I said um, I had a video go viral. And it was funny because it was like a joke that I didn't even make up myself. I'd seen it in a meme like three years ago. So I put this joke video up and uh, it exploded. Got like quarter million views, 30,000 likes. And I gained all these followers. I was like, hell yeah, I'm vibing, you know. And then uh, (laughs) I posted a couple more videos. It got a little more attention. And then uh, they slapped me with the ban hammer for posting pictures of... uh, Taliban freedom fighters and NVA soldiers. And I was, they were like, you're posting weapons. And I was like, ah, damn it. <laughs> yeah. So TikTok, you can't show guns on TikTok. Is that? Well, uh, the thing is, is I've done videos before showcasing like my own rifles and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the, the secret is you have to say it's airsoft, bro. You know, it's like, uh, and that's literally all it takes is like, Oh, it's airsoft, and then they're fine with it, even though yeah. it's obvious that I'm like, I'm running five five six out of you know. <laughs> right, right. Well, it's just, you know, five five six airsoft BBs. I mean, right, does, right. Does yeah, that yeah. exist? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, I I was like, I I was stoked, uh, because I, you know, man, I like just finally got onto TikTok, and you were one of the first people uh who I guess I, you know, I followed or whatever on TikTok. And um I guess I was, I was a little bit inspired to see that you were like right at that point of like busting, busting out. Right. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you did, you busted out a little bit. It and, was interesting. Um, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, clearly you like struck a chord um, and you're, you're real plugged in like with the two way kind of community. If the listener yeah. hasn't already picked up on that. <laughs> Um, it's funny. I haven't even been trying to do like all these two way kind of episodes. Yeah. But it just seems to keep happening. Um, but I guess like, maybe I'll ask you this, like, how did you first kind of get into, you know, the right to bear arms? So, uh, it's kind of interesting, man. Cause I think like a lot of guys kind of in my space, um, I was raised like a right wing conservative type, you know, and, um, uh, I kind of, my father was in the military, so I was raised in that whole space. Hmm. And um, once he got out and I got a little bit older, I kind of started to think like, well, yeah, like there's some, there's some merit to the whole 2A thing, but it's wider than that. I think we need to broaden our horizons on what we're free about, you know? So the guns thing was kind of a, uh, kind of just instilled in me from, from birth, I guess, hmm. just how my family operated. But, um, I, I, th- I think it's just one of those things like, um, 
it's part of the whole freedom aspect. You know, you can't protect what's yours if you don't have what the other guy has. You know what I'm saying? So it was a, it wasn't really ever meant to be like the main thing I was about. Like if you go and listen to the episodes I've done so far, I kind of try and stay away from the gear talk because mm-hmm. that just, uh, that's such a small aspect of what living as a free citizen is about, you know? Yeah. Well, I agree. Um, it's kind of like, I, I tend to steer clear of most like current events and like, I don't, I'm not a news kind of show, but I'll, you know, obviously like current events guide the current public discussion. Right. Yeah. And so, um, it's kind of hard to ignore like guns right now. Um, and I just appreciated your approach because it was kind of different from a lot of the guys I've seen. Not that there's anything wrong with what anybody's doing necessarily, but, um, you're definitely kind of more like approachable, man. Your kit is simple. <laughs> like your rifle is simple. Like, and yeah. you, you kind of make a point to be like, yeah, like, fuck you. I'm, I'm, I'm poor, but I'm free motherfucker. Like, <laughs> you know, like my optics yeah. aren't the best, but like suck a dick, man. Like, exactly. Cause I, I, I see that there's a little bit of like this clickiness or even, um, I don't know, just this like bro thing with the gun culture, this like you know, chat, the Chad mentality or whatever, like there's, there's like a, so there's a real huge stigma against like the whole budget mindset when it comes to mm-hmm. like the gun community, I guess. And it's something that's bothered me since day one, because um, if you don't come screaming into this thing with like Daniel defense, Knights armament, surefire, aerosol, you know, all the mm-hmm. high end, I don't need a flashlight. That's $500, man. And yeah. you know, there's people out there that'll hear that. And they're like, well, you will until, uh, somebody's in your house and your flashlight fails. And I'm like, you know what, man, I, I'd rather put some funds in, in my own respect towards, uh, sustenance. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's very clicky. It's, uh, I'm not going to name names or anything, but there's plenty of people out there on Instagram that are just like, if you don't have this, then you're wrong. And I just, yeah. I don't think, I don't think that's the case, man. I don't it's think like, it is. Come, at all. It's like, come say it to my face, man. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, yeah, like a, a, a rifle's a rifle, man. If it's reliable, like they didn't have all this fancy ass shit 50 years ago. Like, you know, just like just and, and also it's like, are you trying to promote the Second Amendment? Or are you trying to make people feel unwelcome? Um, yeah, because I've seen that kind of thing um, again. Like, I don't you know, we're not going to name any any names or anything, but just, you know, I'll just say that some of some of these uh, content creators that I've started following, um, they they don't make it very approachable. So I like I said, I, I kind of see what you're doing and I think it's cool. Um, you know, I'm half tempted to like go get my rifle to show you because it's fucking <laughs> it's simple as shit, man. I just got it yeah. not long ago. And like, yeah, yeah, I'd like I need a light. I don't even have a light, but like, I'm you know, hey, I got what I got, you know, and you know, uh, go ahead. it's funny, man. I got started with, uh, I literally got the cheapest rifle you possibly could for my first one. And I got roasted for it, man. But the thing is, is I didn't shoot a lot. So it's not like it was going to fail on me after the 150 rounds a month I shot or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then, um, it's, it's what I needed at the time. You know, I had 500 bucks. I was like, I'm going to make a $500 rifle. So I went out, bought a parts kit and everything, put it together. But 
you know, as my needs increased and I got a little more funding towards it, I upgraded. And I think that's what everybody should do. I don't think you should be tempted to put yourself in debt, which in my opinion is a huge form of slavery these days, just to, just to, just to be another cool guy on Instagram. You know, Mm -hmm. if it's not what you need at that time, why bother? You know, it's silly. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, Again, it's it's, I, it's just kind of a shame to me because like a lot of these guys are cool otherwise, but they just kind of have a stick up their butt about like gear and and just mm. and like not you know there's kind of the whole like oh noob or whatever like uh, and I just never really appreciated that like in any kind of culture where people were kind of like you know there's there's something to be said for having to like I don't know pay dues or like earn your way into a group or a culture, mm-hmm. um, but you don't have to be a dickhead, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so upsetting because, um, I, one of the videos I posted after that, you know, my, uh, my profile picture before I went viral was, uh, me standing with my plate carrier and rifle, you know, doing the cool guy, Instagram pose, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, this dude goes on there and he says, uh, well, judging by your, judging by your profile picture, your uh, username is correct. And I was like, Hey man, um, I made that joke already. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, what's your point, for... man? What's your point? <laughs> so, uh, I got on there and I grabbed my rifle and I was like naming off all the stuff on it. And, you know, I probably could have gone about it a better way, but I was just like, I didn't have a lot of money at the time, man. I still don't, you know, you gotta start, you got to start somewhere, you know, yeah, Jesus absolutely. Christ, man. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of like how, you know, I, I know you got to kick out of those comments on, on my video. And, uh, you know, my numbers weren't even remotely close to what you got, but I got a pretty good engagement, um, Mm -hmm. comment wise for, for the number of views. And, and, um, it was me cutting up my concealed carry permit and everybody giving me a hundred reasons why I shouldn't have done it. And like the, the one guy who actually kind of like had a good dig, God, what, what exactly did he say? Um, oh, well, I mean, he basically said like, oh, whoopee, like you're cutting up your permission slip. Like, yeah, you, you never needed that or whatever. And, it, you know, that was the one I'm like, like, yeah, like agreed. But like, we all start somewhere, man. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like sorry, I tried to be legit uh, four years ago when I got that fucking license. Like, right. Yeah, it's it's um, it's one of those things. It's great to see states moving towards the, uh, you know, the constitutional carry. I think that's fantastic because, mm-hmm. um. In, in my opinion, it's I, I've had this talk with my uh, with my father before, actually. And uh, he said, you know, when it comes down to it, it kind of feels like all these gun laws are just classist, you know, in, in their own essence, because you get um, you have to pay whatever your state's fee is for your concealed carry. And if you saved up 300 bucks or whatever to go buy like a, a Ruger Security 9 or something, you don't have an extra hundred dollars to go spend on a concealed carry license. So, and that's an extreme example, you know, but it just, it's one of those things. It, it's rules for thee, but not for me. You know, we've all heard it before. If you can't pay to play, then you don't play at all. And um, it's, it's great that everybody's going towards the constitutional carry thing. But I think as self-proclaimed anarchists myself, um, we should be able to do what we want, man, especially if we're not hurting yeah. anybody. Well, the truth is our, you know, it's a right that is clearly, clearly listed in our constitution. So 
selling us that right back is is inherently just immoral and and un, unjust and unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of crazy that we all like accepted it. Um, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they just kind of snuck it on us. Like, uh, I guess I, you know, I don't know when the first kind of like, when did that really become the norm? Um, so it- it's, it's, it's kind of weird. Cause I, you know, I'm not like a historian or anything, but I, yeah. I do know, you know, bits, tidbits here and there. Uh-huh. Um, they put into effect, like a lot of these laws in the early 1900s, like the thirties, you know? Mm. And then um, when was not national firearms act? I think Reagan expanded it, but I think it was in effect in the seventies, something like that. Yeah. I almost want to say Nixon, Nixon or something. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it's, it's one of those things It's like death by a thousand cuts, you know? And I, I made a video right before I got banned and it was like, stop giving an inch so they can take a mile guys like this is this is how it happens and uh i was i was ranting and raving said something about uh you don't go from normal germany to fascist regime overnight it happens very slowly you know these people they implement one thing and they're like okay you know that that makes sense and another little thing here and okay but you're you're building towards something that is much more bigger than it's bigger than any of us Mm -hmm. you know so it, it, when it comes to natural rights as a, as a human, I don't even like using the word citizen because that would restrict it to just us, you know, mm-hmm. us as Americans, which I think this is worldwide, man. And it's uh, it's so sad that some people just insist on encroaching on others, mm. you know, personas. But, uh, <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I like that there's kind of this new wave of like just outlaw gun owners um who are just kind of saying fuck it and you know what br was doing with all that kind of guerrilla photography man yeah. so so cool i like br a lot man he's yeah. uh you know actually i inter- or i had it, he interviewed me rather it hasn't dropped really? yet it hasn't dropped yet but it's gonna oh. in a week or two i think that's um, awesome so that that'll be cool um but yeah he 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 was one of the friendlier gun guys uh, that I met out there. I mean, everybody was cool, man, but like, you know, there's, there's a spectrum and he was, he was stoked to talk like food stuff and like, yeah, you know, he sees the connection between like, I keep, I keep saying it guns and gardens, you know, guns and gardens, guns and gardens. Like yeah. it's fucking, it's that fucking simple. And like you said, it's, it's a natural, right. You know, th- they're, in my mind, the, they're the identical, like it's, it's one, right. It's the right to basically self preservation, right? Yeah. You know, the right to procure food. You know, there's a whole lot of, um, rights that are being trampled on and people don't realize it in the food system, like through all of these USDA and FDA regulations where it's squeezed the small farmer out and it's, it's given us this safe, product right Mm. but it's stripped the integrity out of it you know it's It's like (laughs) sorry sorry i don't mean to. i was just gonna say so i see i see a lot of overlap in the two issues because like you said it's a death by a thousand cuts right yeah 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 and it's uh it's it's interesting man because you know the fda and the usda they're all in place to supposedly protect our our health you know but um uh, it's interesting with this whole baby formula shortage. Um, 
I don't know if you knew this. I just had twin boys back in November. I knew you were a father. Um, yeah. You know, so I, I didn't know. So twins. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I've got three kids and um, this baby formula shortage really, you know, it was a slap in the face for my preparedness, mm. you know, mm, Yeah. because I had about a month and a half supply of uh, baby formula. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there that'll be like, oh, that's that's hydrogenated oils and you shouldn't give that to your kids anyway. You know, I to a point, I agree. But mm-hmm. it's uh, it's difficult to naturally feed two babies. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. So yeah. um, what we had to end up doing was um, we started giving them whole cow's milk, which a lot of physicians and stuff, they'll say you really shouldn't do that until they're over a year old. And um, what we found out, my sons were born six weeks early. They're very, very small. Mm. And as soon as we start hitting them with that cow's milk, they're healthy, they're fat, they're happy, they're really, they're crawling around. I mean, it's, it's just interesting because it's like one of those things that's sold to you. Like, well, if you get off these oils, this oil-based formula, it might hurt your kid. They might develop anemia or whatever. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that sucks, but necessity decides ultimately. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, in my opinion, they're better off for it. You know, these fat, happy babies, <laughs> man, everything we've been told is a goddamn lie. Every single thing, man, like they, they've been blowing smoke up our ass for 150 years. Like the, yeah. the big ag, big pharma, big chemical, like trifecta they're, mm-hmm. They're the, they're the, they're the shadow government. Truthfully, like it's, it's so sketchy, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I kind of drive my wife nuts with it, but it's funny because we've been together for, I want to say seven years now. Oh, she's going to kill me if I don't, if I don't remember. <laughs> you might want to uh, do the math real quick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I think it's kind of seven years and, um, you know, it's funny cause she started out not really caring about any of this stuff. And the more, the, the the longer in our relationship we go, the more she's like, and these people at work were trying to tell me that we couldn't give our kids this. And I told, you know, <laughs> she, she, she's starting to, the, the, the wheels turn and, and she comes home with her own rants. And it's just kind of funny because, um, love it. Yeah. She, she's starting to see everything for what it is. And God bless mm. her. I love her so much. <laughs> mm. It's, that is a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. I've heard of, that that kind of thing happening in in a number of like relationships uh, that I'm aware of, where one person was kind of ahead of the curve and the other person was a little reluctant. But you know, I met yeah. plenty plenty of them at you know at Childerberg and at um, the Self Reliance Festival I went to. Yeah, and it's it's wild, man. But I think a lot of relationships have kind of been either made or broken over the course of the last couple of years. Um, it's yeah. tough, man. It's tough because uh, I, I did see a couple couple people I knew where it's just uh, there's so much infighting in their family. And actually, we've got a family member, distant relative of ours, who um, at family gatherings over 2020, 2021, did not want, you know, he wanted his space. He didn't want the kids around, you know, and it's like ah, to each his own, man. I mean, this is a it's a free world we're living in, but, um, mm. <laughs> it just seemed kind of, it was one of those things where I didn't want to step on any toes by going on a schizo rant or something. 
But I also was like, you know, man, I really wish you would take a minute to talk to me and and so we could try and find some common ground here. So try and find some perspective of why you're afraid of your own family. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's it's a it was really strange. <sighs> yeah, the whole thing was very very surreal. I you know I had we'll just say some drama in my family as the only unvaccinated one. Um, I don't even like talking about it though. You know, it's just, it's like, it's water under the bridge kind of, but um, at the same time, people kind of showed themselves, you know, it's, um, it's just one of those things. It's like, I I never had any qualms against anybody who wanted it. I know Mm -hmm. there's some guys, especially in the community I'm more associated with who were like, if you got it, I don't want to be a friend with you, this, that, and the other. And I was just like, Oh, see, I'm not, I'm not about that, man, but I'm also not about being forced to do anything. So, um, it's just, and that was another thing. Um, during that time, I, I started my own business outside of my day job Mm. because, um, it was a it was a big fear of mine that they were going to force me to do something I didn't want to, yeah. you know, as it was for millions of Americans. So um, I went ahead and I started a, a side hustle, I call it. But in, in the bigger picture, I wanted it to be my full time gig. And uh, a lot of people didn't want to do business with me. <laughs> mm. And I was just like, ah, well, you know, sorry, guys. <laughs> I've been, I've been told by multiple people, friends and family, like, aren't you worried that you're tarnishing the easy peasy name? How do you like that question, man? (laughs) Try to hear that and not be utterly insulted. That's so tough, man. Why, why? Because, um, because I am honest and I like, I stick by my brand and like, if you don't like it, don't hire me. Like, you know, it's hilarious though. It's this mentality of like, well, you can't, you can't tell people what you really think. Well, fuck that world. I don't want to live in that world. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. It's, well, it's one of those things. I feel like that's kind of how we got to where we're at today. You know, no no shit. Constantly being, you know, censored in some way in our daily interactions. If you can't be your true self, who can you be? You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be a, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you've got me on something here, man. I'm fucking, I'm like a little pissed off right now, but basically, basically like I'm putting myself back a couple years before all this shit went down and tell me I'm wrong. If I say that we were at an all time peak of bullshit in like, in terms of how people like just interacted, like on a regular kind of basis, like, just the lack of authenticity just pervasive in our culture and it's kind of just like i think we were ready to blow off the fucking pressure relieve you know release release because like who could tolerate that much inauthenticity i you know i was getting real sick and tired of just like the 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 awkward politeness of our culture you know Mm -hmm. I saw something one time that said, uh, uh, you know, people come here from other countries to America and they're like, why do Americans smile at everybody? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's like, well, it's kind of 
part of our culture to just be like, oh, hi, you know, how you doing? Uh-huh. And it's not really like that. And in, in, from my understanding, a couple other countries. So they come here and they're like, why does everybody constantly have a smile plastered on? Like, well, because we see it as polite. But is it really if you're not in a good mood, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's um, it. Uh, I don't know if you do you know who Bo Burnham is? Uh-huh. A comedian? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he put out a special called Inside in 2021, I believe. And it was a it was a great special in my opinion. I I listened to it and he's got like an album with it and everything. Great thing. But um he's got a bit where he says something to the effect of uh, social media is just constantly performing. So you get on social media and your whole life revolves around it. So you're constantly doing the dog and pony show trying to impress people that you don't even know, you know? Mm-hmm. So his kind of his kind of reasoning for saying it was just everything feels inauthentic. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's painful. It's a painful, painful space to be in, in my opinion. Yeah. People have, you know, again, things that people say to you that you're just like, do you want me to hit you right now? Um, <laughs> but I've had people like, be like, yeah, you're, you're, the stuff you post is just like, sometimes it's kind of cringy or cringe or whatever. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, no, the stuff you post is cringe, man. Cause it's like, you're just showing half of what's real or, or that's like at best, you know? Oh yeah. And, yeah. um, I don't know, man. It's just funny. Like the tolerance for bullshit was at an all time high. Some people still have some tolerance for it left. I'm I'm out of it, man. I ran out. I'm like my patience is gone. I just won't even entertain it. Like, and it's uh, you know, that's just kind of the nature of the internet. I think is um, it's you, there's no immediate repercussions for anything you say. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the whole keyboard warrior talk. Anybody can say anything behind a screen, and they won't reap the consequences of it, especially if you've got your 12th burner account with no name, no profile picture, and you're spouting hateful comments on someone. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no backlash on that for you, but we're all humans. We all read things and we all take criticism differently, you know? So right. it, it's kind of one of those things being on the internet. It's, it's kind of tough. <laughs> it can be at least. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. Life is tough, though. You know, a lot of people can't take a hit and keep on fighting. You know, it's like if if you got a thin skin, don't be a part of this conversation because. Uh, oh, yeah. But at the same time, you know, there should be some some, you know, I hate to say it, but like I was about to say politeness, but uh, more like um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like in golf etiquette, there should be some yeah, etiquette, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Just common courtesy when it comes to online discourse and online debate. And I kind of like how things have gone lately where it almost seems like there's enough people that are like, I, I always say like switched on, right? Whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it, red pilled, um, blah, blah, blah. But it's like when you get that fucker, that fucking asshole, like you don't even have to do shit about it because everybody else takes care of it for you. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's funny because on that video, I got some comments on, you know, since I'm new to the game, I, I kind of feel like engaging with people, but I don't think, I don't think I'll do that much. If, if I can help it, like, yeah. just let, let them hash it out, you know, like, <laughs> and you know, um, 
if if I wasn't as hot headed as I as I can be sometimes, and you know, mm-hmm. like I said in our conversation before, I was like, I know I can be a little brash, you know, but um, I <laughs> I see the comments and I'm like. I really ought to ignore this. And then I'm like, (laughs) I got a, I got a decent rifle. You bastard. I got, (laughs) yeah. I mean, well, it's like, it's like if somebody is disrespecting you, just being disrespectful, how do you, how do you let that go? You know, I've told the story on my show already, but some fucker sat on the hood of my pickup truck, you know, a week or two ago, put a dent (laughs) in my hood and I caught him red handed. You know, a friend of mine came in and I was at the urinal. He's like, bro, somebody's fucking with your shit. I was like, excuse me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> tucked my shit away and ran out there and fucking caught the people. <laughs> they were taking goddamn selfies on my truck. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck do you thought? What do you think you're doing? Like, yeah. I, I literally, I got up, I got up to him. I'm like, that is my truck. Like, I don't know whose truck you think that is, but that's fucking my truck. Yeah. Like, what, what, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And it's funny, man, because like everybody bailed on this on this one guy. And he I, I, you know, if I didn't have my gun on me, I probably would have fought him. Yeah, that's the, that's the truth. of truth of the matter. Oh, um, yeah. I, I definitely like de-escalated because. Who knows? Nobody wants to be in that position. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. And uh, so I'm glad it went the way it went. But it's like it's kind of like the guy that's just just throwing insults like really you know, it's like the closer they hit to home, the worse it feels. Right. So, (laughs) but it is a matter of, you have to like defend your own dignity. Um, and I don't think that's like being thin skinned, um, to, to point out how fucking retarded somebody's comment was, is, is like kind of your prerogative. It's your, it's your page. It's your fucking page, you know, delete, delete their shit if you want to, you know? So that's that's kind of the thing with uh, all the comments I got. I was like, um, I, I know I'm free and poor, guys. That's that's the whole that's the whole business here. <laughs> look look up at the top. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm the average guy. I don't have a lot of disposable income. I'm doing what I can with what I can, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that's the end goal with the page and the podcast and everything is I I want people to know you don't have to have. You don't have to have thousands of dollars to get into the game of being a prepared, responsible, safe citizen or, Mm -hmm. you know, human being. Mm, (laughs) So, yeah, it's it's it it does. It does aggravate me. But um, you kind of have to roll with the punches because there's always going to be people out there that are like talking from a a faceless account. And they're like, well, uh, you know, uh, if you had any sense, you would get this you know, $2,000 gun. And I'm like, well, I don't have a lot of cents. <laughs> I don't even have many dollars, man. Like I, yeah. I got like, I got like 28 cents right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Exactly. Oh man. Yeah. That's it's yeah. Good. Well, that's like I said, I, I think it's a cool thing that you're doing. Cause a lot of people feel like, well, I'm just, I'm too average. Like why would I make content? Well, I mean, do you have something worth saying or don't you, right. um, you know? So I, I think I think your shit's been funny as fuck. Did you did you have backups of that stuff or is it all just gone? So I have them on my phone. I have like I, I've been thinking. I was like, oh, maybe I should post all of it again. You know, yeah, but yeah. I've, I've been I've been so ridiculous on this new account. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it'll blow up or if I'll just get a bunch of hate. You know, because. Yeah, I haven't been on in a few days. I need to watch your new stuff. But, yeah. <laughs> well, I, ha- I haven't been posting a lot because I'm in the process of getting rid of my house. I'm, 
I, I, I talked about it last week on my on my own show. I was like, uh, and it's kind of like the Bill Burr Monday morning podcast where I just kind of ramble <laughs> about my. Hey, man, I listened. I think I listened to two or three of them. Uh, they're they're I mean, they're kind of you know haphazardly thrown together. Well, they are, they're stream of consciousness, but I think you actually do it pretty well. Like, I, and I, I try like to. That you, I like that you put some tunes in the background, you know, it it was very, it was very nice to listen to. And it wasn't what I necessarily expected after watching your TikTok either. Yeah. Well, (laughs) that's the thing is, uh, it's always better in long form, you know, because people can Mm kind of get a more, more of a feel for who you are. And, um, on, on Instagram, on TikTok, I'm very like, ah, you're all idiots, you know, but Mm -hmm. when I can sit here and, and speak my mind, I'm like, all right, I don't actually think everybody's idiots, but it's just, uh, but some of y'all are acting like it. (laughs) (laughs) No, exactly. Exactly. Uh That's, um, it's been good for me though. But like I said, I'm, I'm trying to eliminate all my debt. So Mm. I I went in at length about it. Slavery is a big deal and nobody Mm. wants to be a slave, but everybody wants that nice house and that nice car. So Mm. are you going to, are you going to pick one? You know, (laughs) you gotta, you gotta think about, you know, they're taking out 30, 60. I I heard some places in the country, they're doing hundred year loans on these million dollar mortgages and stuff. And I'm just like, I heard they were talking about passing a law where that could be transferred down to your kids. If it wasn't paid off. That's talk about, talk about slavery. Um, excuse me. No, no, no. That's like, that's like holding a kid accountable for their, mother or father's crime right Mm -hmm. like they're a different person that doesn't happen you can't do that that's some medieval that's some medieval bullshit where's individuality at that point you know because if you're responsible for something you took no part in i mean Mm -hmm. that that's you you want to talk about classism racism you're lumping this group of people in together to be held responsible for something that they had nothing to do with and it's insane. That's that's the most absurd thing to me. So, uh, you know, when I was young, I was 19 when I had my first kid. And um, I was like, well, you know, I want to have I want to own my home so that nobody can tell me what I can do with it. Mm-hmm. Well, 19 year old me didn't realize a mortgage is not owning your home. <laughs> right. You don't own anything. The bank owns it. And um I, I, I kind of fed into that cycle for a couple of years and I'm done with it. I don't want, I don't want a car note. I don't want a mortgage. I want, I want to work until I can get my own parcel and that's it, man. That's, that's end game for me. I want to be able to take care of myself and my family and I want community behind me, but I don't want to be, I don't want to owe anybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I, I fully feel you because um, I've been having this ongoing internal debate about whether or not I want to take on investors to try to help help me build what I'm building. Yeah. And frankly, I there's people in my life that I could approach. Um, but it's like almost like talking about part, you know, partly selling a bit of myself, right? Like to sell a portion of my business. Um, but it it might be the move, you know, I don't want to be like too idealistic about it. And, um, you know, is it better to go into debt from the bank on a, on a business loan? I don't think so. I think I'd rather, um, 
know, take money from people I know, like personally, and oh, yeah. I'd rather owe them. I, I'll put it that way. Yeah. You know, because that's a sort of like we've come to terms. We've we've made a voluntary agreement where we both stand to benefit. Um, mm-hmm. It's very different from taking out a loan from the bank. Uh, so, yeah, man. But I feel you like I'm super debt averse, but like I've had credit card debt that's just been following me, you know, and it's miserable. Uh, it, it yeah. sucks, man. So, um that that's kind of a that's kind of the deal is um i don't want to owe banks necessarily you know that's 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 a terrifying thought because that's a faceless entity and who cares zero percent about you yeah they don't they want your money so that they can give it to other people and charge them interest on it you know it's 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 crazy that banks even exist <laughs> because it's not a safe place to put your cash, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, let alone central banks, you know, Oh God, don't get me started. <laughs> That's a whole can of worms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, a, a living debt free to the faceless entities, I suppose. Cause, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you can, you can get into the whole intentional community thing and, um, I think there's something to be said for those. Absolutely. Because I'd love to be a part of one one day, but um, that's, that's kind of a different deal. You know, I give you two chickens and you guys hook me up with eggs next summer or something. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's one of those deals. It's like uh, the barter trade system. I feel like is so much more conducive to uh, direct, you know, like sustainable living. It's not, uh, well, you know, I'll give you this money now and you give me this money and $15 tomorrow. That's I, I, I don't believe in that. It's, it's kind of weird to me though. Well, I, you know, I, I am a believer in like the utility of, a, of a currency of some kind. Um, yeah. and frankly, yeah, with like decentralized digital currency, we can do whatever the fuck we want. We just have to, we just have to start using it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think trade and barter is natural, like amongst neighbors. So in this kind of setting, like it would be a little bit of both. I'm sure. Um, mm. it, I mean, it already is like there, there are small communities that are doing this. Uh, I don't know if you follow or listen to uh, living free in Tennessee, but they, they've got a little, like, it's a very organic intentional community in that people have just over time kind of gravitated and, and bought up you know, available properties on this stretch of road in, in this particular holler, you know, they call them the holler neighbors and it's, it's no commune, you know, everybody owns their own thing and there's a lot of cooperation, but there's, you know, there's kind of an ethic of like, we're all going to help each other. You know, if something catastrophic happens to somebody, we'll take care of them. But generally speaking, we kind of operate on like a principle of commerce. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like I'm not going to give more than I get back just for the sake of maintaining a good, you know, neighbor, a good, healthy, like resent resentment free relationship. Uh, Absolutely. So mm-hmm. I think there's something to that. And and obviously things like Bitcoin are going to make it super, you know, super easy. Like clearly there's a reason why they've tried to regulate it to the point where it's almost hard to make any money off of it mm-hmm. you know sort of like the the fact that there's whoops there's a you know tax implications when you when you convert it back into dollars like 
they're calling it a what a commodity or a, a uh, i saw I something know. about it yeah they're <coughs> capital gains kind of thing well they 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 they've decided that it's not currency it's a it's an item it's a thing it's a, a you know a financial commodity or whatever yeah. like, like a stock or a bond but it's that's not what it is and that's never what it was meant to be so like they can't just decide that but you can do business with it um without converting it back into cash right and into us yeah. dollars like if we can get to the point where we have relatively uh, you know autonomous local economies you know you wouldn't have to change back into us dollars except maybe to do commerce with somebody in a different community, but ideally we're all going to be on Bitcoin, like, and they just won't be able to fuck with us. There, there's a, there's a lot of people that I've talked to, uh, in, in my workspace and they're like, Oh man, uh, you know, I'm glad I didn't get into Bitcoin last year because it's down from 60,000 to 20 or whatever it is. And I'm like, well, the thing is, is you don't get into it to, it's not an investment. It's not a, it's not a bond or a stock or something. Mm-hmm. You don't get into it to get rid of it. You right. know, it's, it is, it's separate, you know, it's, it's, it's its own thing. So if you're using Bitcoin to get rich quick, you're going to lose every time because <laughs> that time has passed. It's gone. You know, you're not using it how it's meant to be used, you know? Mm-hmm. So when I see people talking like, Oh, uh, cryptocurrency has no place in the future and it's it's a dead it's a dead meme it's like it's not, it was never a meme guys you you might have treated it like one but that's never what it was meant to be well, they said the same shit about the internet you know yeah they, they all, nothing but doubt doubters doubters haters and haters you know but it's like i've heard somebody say something to the effect of the real power of bitcoin will be unleashed the moment people stop even worrying about its conversion rate but just start looking at how much they have in their wallet if that Mm. makes sense like because you're not losing bitcoin when when the market drops any more than you're losing dollars when there's inflation right right Mm -hmm. you still have the same amount it's a matter of what it's worth but when we can like mentally decouple like we just cease to care what it's worth relative to anything else. We just do business in it. Right. You know, um, you know, it'll, it'll obviously like, ideally it'll be deflationary, right? Like every point zero 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 one Bitcoin will buy more tomorrow than it did yesterday. Like over the long term. Um, yeah. And yeah. that's, that's better than what we've got now, which is inflation, like rampant inflation. So, well, um, my thoughts on it are like, um, if you, I, I think the dollar is dictating what Bitcoin is doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like mm. people are like, okay, well the, the fed is pumping out all this money, you know, and there's plenty of other money in the, in the system right now. So, you know, I can't buy as much Bitcoin with it or whatever. And it's like, well, guys, <laughs> you're not seeing the bigger picture here. It's to get away from this ridiculous printing press in Kansas city that chooses what everything is worth, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, so it's almost more a reflection of the, of the greater economy than it yeah. is a reflection on its own value because the value of Bitcoin is in its functionality and in its rules in the, the, the unfuckwittableness of it. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. um, and so like, 
shit. Yeah, it just seems almost like common sense. Once you get a basic under, like I'm by no means a Bitcoin guy. I just kind of understand the principles because I've been listening to people who understand it. And right. it makes it makes sense that we would put our eggs in that basket at this point, like because mm-hmm. the other basket's got a lot of holes in it. You know, you're yeah. gonna lose some fucking eggs. Well, I, I saw another. You know, back to the whole uh, niche internet celebrity guys constantly infighting. Um, I saw <laughs> someone the other day, and he was like, uh, "All these libertarians telling you to buy gold are out of their minds." And I'm like, "Okay, well, y- you can't trade." goods all the time right there has to be a more convenient way to do business so i don't think you know rare metals or anything is necessarily a bad idea and in the same way i don't think crypto is a bad idea because not everything can be constant in and out you know like i said earlier i can't just give you two chickens for you know whatever i want that day it's Mm -hmm. It, it, there's a logistic problem here. Right. If right. I need a truck full of rice, <laughs> they're not going to take I, eggs. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather give you a bar of gold for it than a truck full of something else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think like silver coinage is probably going to be, um, more popular, you know, like for, oh, yeah. for handshake type deals. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, gold's tricky cause you need either, Either you're buying something pretty fucking big or it's too much, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but anywho, like that's a whole that's a whole thing that people kind of are like sticking their heads in the sand about, man. Like it's funny, I almost am like no better, but I go out to this this pub and I, I almost use it as a way to like keep my thumb on the pulse of like how people are, you know? Cause yeah. I I think there's this kind of common uh, vibration, you know, that can be felt if you're attuned to it a little bit. And, and so I, I go to this bar and I always kind of like, just get a vibe. And like, um, I, I just, today was kind of thinking like, man, again, it's like the La La Land thing. I'm just looking around. I'm like, I wonder when it's all about to change. Yeah. Right. Not that people won't keep going to the bar, but like, you know, it was very, and, and, Granted, it was a beautiful day, like gorgeous day out. Everybody was just kind of in a good mood, like whatever. Um, but I'm like, I just don't know if this is going to be like this next year. You know, it's it's kind of scary, man. They always say, how do you know when shit hits the fan? And the general consensus is when it's no longer uh, when it's no longer worth it to go to work, for example. And, sure. um, you know, I haven't quite hit that point yet, but. It, every day, every day that gas goes up and, and food goes up every day, I'm like, well, damn it. I, you know, I was here now I'm here again. And, and I just yeah. keeps going down. So eventually people are going to be like, well, you know, fuck it, man. I'm not going to go to work. I, it's not worth it for me anymore. I'd rather be home with my family or hustling somewhere else. You know? Yeah. Like when is it no longer worth it to make the credit card payment? Yeah. Yeah. I can and just say, fuck it. And I don't, you know, I don't want to do that because I'm, I don't believe that the world is going to completely disintegrate around us. Um, I think it'll be much more, I don't know, uh, compartmentalized than that, oh, but yeah. like, but it's kind of like there might, that day might come just when people hit their point where it's like, well, fuck it, man. Like I'm never going to own a house anyways. So what's, what's the point of having good credit? Like, fuck them. Yeah. 
take, you know, uh, keep sending your letters, man. Like, but you know, yeah, I think, I think, eventually, <laughs> I think eventually they get you somehow, man. They get you somehow. Like, do people go to prison for debt? I know that was never supposed to happen in this country. Debtors jail. But yeah. I almost, I almost think that it does happen occasionally. Um, I'm not certain so, of that. It's, it's one of those things kind of like um, if, if I don't make my house payments mm-hmm. and I don't make them for six, 12, however many months it takes. Um, and they come knock on my door and like, Hey, you got to get out. Like yeah. this is my home, but mm-hmm. I haven't been making the payments on it or whatever. So I think that's kind of where there gets, it gets to be a little muddied, you know, it's like, I live here. Even if the, even if the electricity and the water is shut off and you guys are trying to, you know, hustle me out of it. It's, it's one of those things like, um, you, you don't make payments, you don't make payments. You, it's a slippery slope. It's a whole system. It's a classist system. In my opinion, mm-hmm. people always want to talk about, Oh, it's racist. It's racist. It's like, well, I'm super poor dude. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I've, I'm much more privileged than some other people and definitely came up from when I was little, but, um, it, it I, I'm two months from starving at any yeah. given point, you know? So it's, it's, it's one of those things like, um, if you're, if you're not, if you're not privy to their whims, then, uh, y- you'll, you'll regret it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like I said, I don't think I'm going to stop making my payments yet. No. No, not at all. Uh, but you know, it is an interesting thought. Like, what, how, how low in value does the dollar need to go before people say "fuck it"? Mm, right? Absolutely, they're playing with fire, man. They're playing with fire. Like, again, I'm no fucking economist, but like, just the way that they manipulate things, they're just playing with fucking. They're playing with our lives, man. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Like, like it's a game of chess, but it's not a game of chess. It's fucking, it's, it's an ecosystem, man. And you cannot just meddle with it and expect there to be no, you know, unintended consequences. Like I, I've, I've spoken about this before. I, I feel like a lot of people want to blame the government for being stupid. They're like, Oh, all these people in office and all these, all these elites, they're idiots, you know, they're doing this and it's screwing up this, but My thing is, is if you've got the most uh, well-funded institution of economists in history, uh, who, you know, who are providing information to these people, I don't think they're stupid, man. I think it's got to be some sort of intentional. It's got to be, there's something to be said for, uh, I don't know if you saw the, I think it was the Wall Street Journal posted an article about um, hungry people the other day. And it was like how it's uh, like not it's not necessarily a bad thing if people yeah, are, if yeah. people are broke and hungry because like, <laughs> they they'll, they'll work really hard. Yeah, I did yeah. see that. Oh my that's, god, that's crazy, right? So some, you know, we it is crazy. That's some it's some maniacal shit, man. Yeah, yeah, and I think the biggest thing is, um, you know, like Sun Tzu said, you know, never underestimate us underestimate your enemy because we spend all this time thinking these people are idiots. I don't think they're idiots, man. I think it's, I think it's the most well-funded and, uh, it, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, I think they know what they're doing. I mean, that's, that's, that's the bottom line. Yeah. So 
to keep people in serfdom essentially is uh, very much in their interest. It's it's awful, but it, I feel like it's probably reality. Yeah, I I've gone back and forth on how intentional I believe it might be, but it does seem awfully hard to ignore the possibility, you know, of like yeah. some seriously bad actors making making the big decisions. Mm. And fuck them, man, because really they have no power uh, without our consent. Like if people can learn to be disobedient, but it's not in a lot of people's nature, um, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, maybe it is in their nature. Like I think that the nature versus nurture thing, like, no, it's been beaten out of us is what it is. Like Mm -hmm. we've been, we've been domesticated, man. You know? Yeah. It's, it's so much easier to just not think about it. You know, the whole ignorance is bliss thing. If I don't, if I don't see it, if it's out of sight, out of mind, then I can just keep on living in my echo chamber and doing my thing. But it's, for some people, you know, if that's the way you choose to live, by all means, man, you, you go for it. But for me and mine, I'd really love to see my family flourish and, and build this generational thing where they don't have to be slaves to this crazy system where you work for 50 years and die you know it's yeah, yeah. It's, I, I i love my kids and i really really just hate to see them fall down this depression farm <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bunch of hamsters on little hamster wheels spinning the wheel to to make the lights go you know yeah and it is it's terrible man yeah i feel like we're we're in a dark place in the conversation <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I, you know, it's like part of me was thinking just now. I'm like, I'm like, people might be listening to this thinking, you know, these guys are in an echo chamber, <laughs> right? Like that thought occurred yeah. to me. And you know what? Yeah. If, you, if you had that thought, I'm not upset with you. But, no, frank, no, no. but frankly, go fuck yourself. Like, no, <laughs> we are, I, I swear to God, man, it sounds so arrogant to say, but there is like this tip of the spear. I'm going to say of like people who are, who are, I hate to say it, but more enlightened than the average. And it's, it's fucking obvious, man. It's fucking Mm -hmm. obvious. And we're not in an echo chamber because we're having the conversations that need to be had. And we're not, and we're not just jerking each other off over here. Right. No, no, not at all. (laughs) Well, you know, that's the thing is, like I said, I, I was raised very much like a, a right-wing conservative Republican type, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I kind of saw, I, I moved to Iowa in middle school, I think. And the Iowa city area, very different place, very different place from where I grew up. It's, it's a lot more, um, I don't want to say liberal, but maybe that is the right word. I, I saw a lot of different walks of life and it kind of opened me to be like, wow, man, you know, there's not really any place in my heart for all this hate, but I, you know, I still want these freedoms, but these people seem happy too. So why does there have to be this whole, I'm on the left or I'm on the right. Why can't we just be happy for each other to be free? (laughs) Yeah, man. It's crazy. Give me just a second here. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. had a door open up on me <laughs> oh no sweat um yeah man <laughs> i don't even know i don't even know but i'm i'm just like grateful to 
to start like making new friends that are proactive, man, proactive, yeah. like, cause that's what we need to be. We, ha we have to be prepping. We gotta be training. We gotta be like sharing knowledge and, and ideas mm. that can actually get us out of this goddamn quagmire, you know? It's yeah. I, th I think uh, there's a lot of people that just get stuck, you know, and I, I don't mean to be like all, all doomery. I really try to stay away from the doomer porn stuff because it's yeah. like, if you're, if you're constantly trapped in this, in this bubble where you're, Oh my God, the world's going to end tomorrow and I got to get this done and this. And, and if I don't have, if I don't have a water filtration system or if I don't have a flourishing garden or if I don't have five years of preps, then yeah, uh, they're going to drop the nukes on us, man. It's mm -hmm. like, listen, you guys got to still, you, you still got to enjoy life. You can't, Fuck yeah. you can't get stuck just constantly in fear because that's, that's kind of what I, I would assume if I wanted to keep a populace in check, I would want them constantly scared and not talking to other people. And, you know, um, like one of the, one of the things I posted on TikTok, it was like, uh, guys, not everybody is a fed. <laughs> no, man, that's, that was like the video that I'm like, I'm getting this fucker on the show, bro. It's like, fuck. Yeah. That's like exactly it. Not everyone's a fed. Like everybody chill out. Like let's maybe give each other a chance to like build some trust and like, yeah. Frankly, I, you know, I've come to believe that the feds will out themselves when they start talking nonsense about yeah. blowing some shit up or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, I guess it depends on what, you know, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. If they start talking about hurting people, you got to yeah. be like, all right, um, fuck you. Bye-bye. You know, yeah. like. You're but, weird, dude. Go. But, but otherwise, <laughs> man, like, let's trust each other. Let's build a community. Let's fucking yeah. go. We can't just all be looking at each other sideways, like in this weird Mexican standoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I have a I have a running joke with one of my good buddies, and me and him have been friends since we were in like high school. You know, uh -huh. and uh, I, I I said to him the other day, I was like, "You're you're playing the long con on me, ain't you?" You've been <laughs> a fucking fed the whole fucking yeah, yeah, time. yeah, yeah. For the last 12, 13 years, yeah, yeah, you've been yeah, in my yeah. ear, haven't you? <laughs> right. <laughs> they got you. They got you early. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no no man it is it's something that like people need to kind of get over the fear uh like you said um because what are you gonna do you're gonna be rambo out there with your big gun all by your lonesome like oh yeah you're too scared to make new friends like man and i guess i'll ask you just roughly like i know you're in central time where where are you in iowa still no i'm uh i'm actually in kansas so okay. I, I was trying to figure how, how far away we might be. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very tempted to try to organize, you know, something pretty unorganized, frankly. Right. Um, but there's this Ridge that I go camping on. Okay. I'm gonna mm. keep this, I'm gonna keep this vague, but let's just say it's the type of area where there's zero facilities. Okay. Um, the only people out there are campers and the occasional le leo right i'll leave it i'll leave it open as to what agency yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i'm tempted to say like hey scouting party is going out on wednesday night to secure 10 campsites on this stretch of road everybody else show up thursday or friday mm -hmm. and let's occupy the ridge yeah and just, and just party and you know no, like man. you know That's great the main 
honestly, the main logistical problem would be human feces. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know, we'd have to, frankly, we'd have to bring a truck with like four or five porta potties out, um, which, Mm -hmm. which could be done, uh, not too, not too hard, but it would have to be totally under the radar. Like we'd have to order the porta potties somewhere else, you know, like load them and fucking take them and bring them back. Cause frankly, it needs to be pretty under the radar. The whole thing is, even if I figure, even if the LEA LEOs show up, um, if there's enough of us for, first of all, and if we're being respectful to the place, second of all, um, what are they going to do? Are they going to evict us? Yeah. Are they going to detain us all? Like if there's 50 or a hundred of us and only three or four of them, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, sir. Like, I'm real sorry that we've, uh, maybe broken a rule or two, but like, we're going to be out of here like tomorrow, like, (laughs) you know? So, so just play that game with them. Even if we're not out of there tomorrow, maybe we're not, you know, being fully honest, but like, yeah, fuck them, you know, like (laughs) it, 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 it gives real respect to uh, like the civil disobedience thing. Mm -hmm, You know, mm -hmm. there's nothing that we're doing that's hurting anybody, but you Mm -hmm. guys are coming out here and poking us in the chest like, hey, yeah. what are you guys doing out here? And it's it it it's a perspective thing to me. It's like, yeah, these guys think they got the swinging dicks, but <laughs> we're rolling a hundred deep. So and and maybe a third of us are in kit. Like, I don't know. Right, right. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, these are all aestheticals, dude. I'm just <laughs> and 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 this is all airsoft. Right, yeah, yeah. We're an airsoft group. In, um, in Minecraft, right? In Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, man. For real, for real. Like, I, I'm very tempted to make that happen. So I'll let you know because, I, you know, it'd be a bit of a haul for you. But Kansas is only a couple states away. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, w- when we lived in Iowa, I mean, we lived probably three hours from Chicago. Never uh-huh. made the drive. Don't know why, you know? I mean, not that Chicago's on my top list of priorities, but. Fuck no, I ain't going there ever again. <laughs> We like we regularly make eight hour hauls to you know wherever we decide to go for the weekend, so yeah. not a big deal for us. Well, I think it'd be a good time, even even if only thirty people showed up. Like, it'd be cool, man. It'd be really cool. Yeah. Like, just as sort of a statement to ourselves more than anybody else. Like, ideally, nobody else even knows about it. But like, hey, look what we just did, y'all. Like, we kind of right. we kind of occupied this fucker, mm-hmm. and like. Yeah anybody that wants to fuck with us has something to contend with here. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like, I think that's practice. It's, it's fun. First of all, it's what I love about camping in general is like, I always had a sense. I got into camping when I was a teenager. Right. And I always had this gut instinct just being like, you need these fucking skills, brother. Like you need these fucking skills. So, there's some people in this in this community that that think that uh the whole bushcraft thing mm-hmm. is not really necessary. If you you know, oh I live in a city I would never need bushcraft, but it, it's not really the fact that you're never going to be in the woods. It's life saving principles. It's simply staying alive. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so to know how to do those basic things like start a fire, make a shelter. You know, mm-hmm. even if you're in the the ruins of New York in the year 2040. if all you have is a garbage bag and a couple of sticks you 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 may want to have had the experience of doing something like that maybe once or twice right yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. people are pretty um pretty adaptable but like 
like we were getting at before this, this whole thing about being like, quote unquote, poor. And I would say that, you know, we're both poor, but neither of us have like a poverty mindset, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, because we both kind of recognize that there's, in some ways, things more valuable than money. Um, there's skills, there's, there's knowledge, there's relationships. And, um, and you can be very rich in those things and not have a whole lot of money. You know, oh, it's yeah. funny, actually. I'm going to, if you don't mind, I'm going to grab something real quick because I wrote something the other night and I think it applies here. Hang on. Yeah, absolutely, man. All right. All right. So it's funny. I was drunk in my camper. <laughs> As a good story often begins. Oh, yeah. And, and I just had this idea of like writing my last will and testament up on the camper. Like I built this camper from scratch. It's kind of like a blank slate. And I kind of want to, you know, sticker it up and like whatever. Do the inside. Get get a little weird with it. And uh, yeah. but I'm like, I've never written a last will and testament. <laughs> And I'm like, given, you know, the way things are going, maybe, maybe I should. Yeah. And I'm, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of a dark thing, but like what I should add to the bottom of this is PS. I didn't kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. But here's what I wrote. I think you'll like it. All right. <clears throat> to whom it may concern. If I am to perish, may it be known that my tools shall go to somebody who may use them to build something that my trucks, motorcycles, campers, and gear should go to someone. You know, all these plurals, I have parentheses around the S's. Yeah, know. yeah. This is, um, I'm writing <laughs> legally. This is a legal <laughs> fucking document, motherfucker. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, where was I? So, yeah, trucks, parentheses, motorcycles, parentheses, campers, gear, shall go to someone, in parentheses, <laughs> who may use them to go somewhere and see something and that my dogs shall go to someone who may give them as good a life or better than I was able in terms of money. I doubt I died with much, <laughs> <laughs> but if there be land to divide, may it be divided amongst those who deserve it and who will improve it in my stead. Michael T. Whistler, seven, three, 22. No, that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> P.S. Well, I did not kill myself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, you remember John McAfee? Uh -huh. uh, yeah. You know, yeah. he had the tattoo that said, you know, schwacks right there on his arm. Mm. And he, he killed himself, man. I mean, Bull. I don't know. It's crazy. Bull. They, were afraid of, <laughs> they were afraid of that guy. They were, oh, yeah. they were really afraid of that guy. It was something. It was I, I heard about that. And, you know, I hadn't really researched him very much, but it was was one of those things it's like they'll do anything <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they will do anything you know i think there's um you know i've gone back and forth on this like am i painting a big target on my back do i need to be ready to go dark and it's like sometimes what do they say like sunlight is the best disinfectant or like yeah. or like you're safe safest in a crowded room right mm. um i don't know man like this guy his name is John Willis. He runs SOE Tactical down in Tennessee. He hosted the, 
the self-reliance fest and he was talking about how he got busted with a truckload of fucking cocaine back when he was like i don't know this was like 20 some 30 years ago or something yeah and uh and it was like a big like pr like they you know the the agencies made a big point of plastering it all over cnn as this big drug bust and so he said immediately after that he kind of decided he was going to tell his own story after after they put him all all over the fucking you know evening news he's like fuck it like i'm not gonna let them tell my story i'm gonna tell my story and he said he makes it a point to document the fuck out of everything you know because it's like if they accuse me of something, I, you know, I've got just like hard drives and hard drives of footage from like every day, like periodically throughout the day. Like if they try to drop some bullshit on me, I've got, I've got alibis out the ass, man. Oh yeah. And there's oh, yeah. something, there's something to that, you know? It's, um, what was that dude's name? Years ago on Instagram, there was, there was a guy kind of in, in the community with like, uh, the email militia guys, you know, and, um, he, I cannot remember what this dude's name was. He, the SWAT was on their way to his house. They were, uh, he, he was like drinking whiskey and like, he was like on Instagram live and, you know, basically spelling out what was happening to him. And they ended up in like a 12 hour standoff or something. Whoa. Well, this, this dude's account gets shut down and, uh, he's like never heard from again. Nobody knows what happens to him. And people but, like um, know his real name. I mean, well, I, I mean, uh, they knew Somebody where he was from. It, it was crazy because uh, I think I think BR's talked about it on his podcast before. Uh, don't quote me on that. I don't want to speak for him, but um, he, yeah, this dude like Instagram live this whole happening. You know, as he's getting drunk and like, you, you know, he's got his rival and kid on and everything, ready yeah. to ready to hammer down. But it's like, um, I don't think his like location or name or anything was like really public mm-hmm. so it, it's just one of those things like uh that's a hail mary at the end man you gotta have contingency here we gotta know oh, what man. happened you know it's terrifying that's, <laughs> it, that's it that's it like i don't know i do kind of like fear that even if i've done absolutely nothing wrong if i if i just get even a glimmer of success i'm afraid it'll turn nasty sometime you know yeah. but like can't live in that fear man can't live in that no. fear not at all can't even do it you know because i've seen other people be successful and like they haven't been fucking suicided yet so like let's go let's fucking go man yeah and if they get me like let it be known let it be known i did not kill myself (laughs) it's all facts right here (laughs) yeah 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 it's a it's a scary it's such such a crazy thought that you know, we have to have this conversation that this is it's even fucked. something it's fucked, something, man. Something is as as free people, we have to say, you know, mm-hmm. well, having these wrong think thoughts, you know, can land you in jail or worse. <laughs> or just canceled or whatever, man. Like Yeah. You yeah, know, the, the torches and pitchforks look look different than they used to. Mm, absolutely. Um, but you know, we we got torches and pitchforks of our own. So Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I truly believe there's more of us than they want us to know, you know, like you mm-hmm. saw, you saw what I, I remember we kind of got in a conversation about it when I posted something saying like, I met two anarchists tonight, like totally unrelated to each other, like 
didn't know either of them before, but, and, and unprovoked, right? Like we get chatting and I'm just like, Hey man, like, like, what do you, what do you call yourself? I'm just curious. Both times. I swear to God, I just got the vibe. I just got the vibe. I'm like, this dude gets it. Yeah. Anarchism, you know, Anarchist. Yeah. like, fuck. I'm like, give me your fucking number. You know, give me your number, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, let's go, let's go. You know, it, it, you know, it takes back to that. Um, there are more of us than I think anybody would or, or anybody in their sect would want us to believe mm -hmm. and getting out and talking to people, not doxing yourself and doing incriminating things. The first time you hang out. <laughs> right. Right. That, that'd be a, that'd be a pretty stupid Illegal. thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, um, just build that community, man. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm kind of ashamed to say, but I didn't talk to my neighbors for the first like six months I lived in this house. Yeah. And that's just not a, not a very healthy outlook. Even if, you know, one of them's got a Trump flag waving in the front yard, the, the other one's non-politically associated. Mm -hmm. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, you just kind of, you, you don't have to put somebody completely off your radar just because they might not completely align with what you think. Because totally, totally. When, when shit goes down, man, if they got, you know, a box of cereal <laughs> and you're like, hey, man, um, I can hook you up with something else. You know, that's everybody's going to need help at some point. And it's never right. bad to know people. No, no, no. I, yeah. Like my clients, my, you know, a lot of my friends, a lot of my family. Um, but like, I hate to say it, my clients are going to be maybe some of the people I can like lean on the most because I've because I've built a relationship of mutual value, like, and it's just, uh, I guess my, I don't know my point necessarily, but yeah, no, like you said, like, don't write somebody off because they don't a hundred percent conform. You know, I've got clients that vote that way and this way. Mm. And, you know, I got one client that we talk about anarchism and stuff. He's, uh, he's an interesting cat. He's, he's, he's not an anarchist, but he, he's been libertarian. He's kind of like, socially you know liberal whatever but like he's been I, th I, I think he's listening to the show like I, <laughs> I i don't really advertise the podcast to my clients unless they are ready yeah. <laughs> uh, but it is on my website like i don't hide it either so again i guess i'm just i'm i'm hoping that by being fully honest fully authentic that worst case scenario something terrible happens to me I hope that I left something like, like a clear and coherent, um, argument in my, yeah. in my wake. Right. Yeah. And that nobody could deny sort of where I was coming from. You know, if they, if they try to, if they try to, you know, some, some black mask, you know, mass shooter kills a bunch of people and then they splash my face on the news, like, fuck, oh, yeah. man. you know, that's oh, all, yeah. it, that's all it would take, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm getting a little big for my britches. I'm just, speak, <laughs> I'm just speaking in hype. I'm speaking hypothetically, you know. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. It is fucked. We have to even worry about it. It's 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 difficult because, uh, like I said, you know, I grew up thinking, you know, oh man, America's number one. Yeah, we're the best. We're the greatest. This, that, you know. Right. And I still, I still firmly believe that America is one of the best places you could have opportunity to live. You know, but um, like with any place, it has its flaws, and there, mm -hmm. there's plenty of them to list. But um, it, I, I feel blessed to be here, but I'm very far from that mind state where I was like, you can't talk, you can't talk crap about this place. If you don't like it, then you should leave. Yeah. I'm like, well, hold on. How do things get better? We address them, right? Mm -hmm. So, and, and if addressing certain things gets me 
on a list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, you know. or, or all the lists, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like just waiting for the day that you go to the airport and they're like, nope, no more. You're on yeah. the list. <laughs> and, you know, honestly, I've been waiting for it because uh, I got a buddy who's, you know, he's gone to buy firearms and they, they'll flag him and he'll have to wait a week or two or whatever. And I'm mm. like, that's never happened to me. And that's crazy because since I was like 13, I've been deep in the rabbit hole. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Funny. See, I guess I'm a, I'm a little bit of a late comer. I, you know, always had a Liberty bone in my body, but didn't really, didn't know that anarchism was even feasible or like rational until maybe 2015, something like yeah. that. I was about yeah. 22, 23 years old. But uh, better late than never. I always was a late bloomer. It's all good. <laughs> I, I say it was deep in the rabbit hole, but in reality, what it was, it was like 2009 Infowars videos, you know? So oh, hey, that's, you know, it's, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're not as crazy for watching those as people might have thought, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's, it's a different world, definitely. But I remember I was, uh, it was 2016. It was right at the election, you know? Uh -huh. And I remember thinking to myself, Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, are you what? What is happening? 350 million people in this country, and this this, this is, is where we're at. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so that was really the tipping point for me, where I was like, ah, abandon all hope. You know, like this is crazy. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, and it, it goes back to the whole like anonymity thing. Like we're obviously just kind of leaving your name out of it and any specifics about you. Just better safe than sorry, man. Yeah. And like I respect every person that comes on my show who opts to, to go that route. Um, you know, cause people have jobs that they don't want to jeopardize by speaking the blunt and honest truth. Right. Um, so I get it, man. And it, it just fucking sucks though, that that's where we're at. It fucking sucks. There's a, there's this, you know, I think it's with a lot of people who are in this space that there's this constant nagging, like, man, if this gets to the wrong side, if, if the wrong people hear this, this, you know, can go sideways for me very rapidly. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's not something that I, my father, for example, he's a, you know, ex vet, you know, ex military. Um, he was very much on the right, you know, he raised me. So, sure, sure. <laughs> and, um, he has taken a vastly different approach than I have. Whereas I, I kind of tell people my first name, you know, it's on my, it's, it's on certain pages and stuff, mm -hmm. but, um, he's like, this is where I live. This is my, address. If you got a problem. Come see me about it. Uh -huh. and I'm like, yeah. Hey dad. Hey, you know, that's great. But, uh, uh, we can have Thanksgiving in my house this year. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Yeah, I do. I need to kind of like scrub. I think I need to make sure, you know, right now you can like find where I am just by Googling my company. Yeah. And I should probably make it not that fucking easy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but, you know, it's like, fuck them, man. I have nothing to hide. That's my whole yeah. point. And like, nobody should feel the need to have anything to hide. But I have the benefit of self-employment. That's huge, right? Oh, nobody yeah. can fire me, like, except for my clients. Mm. And I, and I rolled the dice on that. And so far, you know, Hey, I've lost, I've lost a couple, you know, yeah. who, who followed me on Instagram, didn't like what I said and fucking, didn't come back, you know, and it's like, hey, good riddance. None of the yeah. cool, none, none of the cool ones left. Yeah. And that's what's important. <laughs> I think authenticity yeah. is in a short supply and there's a huge demand for it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's important. Well, I tell you what, man, um, 
you know, we've been going for a while. I want to give you an opportunity. I know you got kids and stuff. If you got to make it to bedtime and all that, but yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty pretty quick. Like at least. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, I don't have a whole lot to ask you. I think this has been awesome, but like, I appreciate you having me on. Um, for anybody listening, um, you can follow me on Instagram at free and poor, and uh, you can see me give terrible opinions about stuff sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I, have a, I have a podcast of my own. It's called The North is Calling Podcast. You can find it on Spotify, and uh, it's kind of more of the same. Is that the only place you're at? You're only on Spotify? Uh, right now, yeah. Uh, I'm using, oh, what's the app called? Anchor. So okay. it, it's. I guess you can find it on Anchor, but the... I generally market it to Spotify, but I, I, like I said, you know, I just started, so yeah. it's kind of one of those things I need to expand on. Generally, it's just good to put it everywhere because different people use different shit. And, oh, uh, yeah. you know, if you don't have an iPhone, you're not going to use Apple podcasts, but like a lot of people do use Apple podcasts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, I, you know, we were joking about it earlier, but free and It looks like it's available. <laughs> It looks oh, like yeah. it's available, man. And that's a catchy, uh, catchy domain name. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you actually, it's a mistake I made when I first started, um, by paying SoundCloud to host me because mm. I, I think I could have hosted on my square, uh, it's called Squarespace, whatever. Everybody's heard of Squarespace at this point, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I believe I could just host my podcast directly on that website. You know, yeah. it's way, it's, it's way simpler than I really realized at the time. Um, but anywho, uh, you get your website set up, you could, you could host and then you could splash your RSS feed everywhere. Oh yeah. And, uh, you wouldn't just have Spotify and hell, you know, you could, I bet you could sell some fucking t-shirts and shit, bro. <laughs> yeah. 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 The poor man's, uh, goon, I guess, whatever. I don't know yeah, what the trick is right now. <laughs> yeah, I think, well, it's like, I, I know a guy who has a, uh, he's got an LLC, but he does absolutely nothing with it. Like, yeah he can't even define it. Like, I think he, I think he calls it like an event planning business or some bullshit, but it's like, he calls it fat and broke enterprises. Yeah. It almost rings the same bell as, you know, (laughs) free and poor. It's like uh, fat and broke. And all he does is he prints like t-shirts and like pens that say, I don't know why, like, I don't know why he does it. I don't understand, (laughs) but it's catchy. I'm like, it's a good name, bro. Like make something out of fat and broke enterprises. Like, right, right. (laughs) Yeah, it's a relatable thing. If you can do relatable things, exactly. you know, and yeah. that was kind of that was my whole deal with it is I was like, I was like, there's a lot of people that are a little more budget minded and mm-hmm. they want into this, you know, this gate kept community of the free gun guy, you know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it just kind of hit for me. <laughs> All right, well, I tell you what, the last thing we should do, you know, because we'll hit we'll hit an hour and 30 if we stay on just another couple minutes. Let's let's show each other our our weapons. Oh, absolutely, dude! Heck yeah! <laughs> I'll be I'll be right back with mine. Hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> so, how gay did it sound when I said, "Should we show each other our weapons?" <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you yours if you show me mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. That's that's the AR. Like All I said, right. s- stupid simple. Yeah, but you know, if it works, you know, that's all it needs. So, technically, I think this is supposed to be longer. <laughs> well, yeah. We can't all have the long ones, right? Well, you know, it's 
it's short, but it packs a punch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this is the. Uh, oh yeah. Part. Yeah. Yeah. I, Twelve uh, gauge pump for the listeners. Mossberg five hundred. It's what all the law enforcement use for a pump shoddy. Yeah. No, those are those are great shotguns, man. And yeah, to put in perspective, even that was out of my budget at the beginning. So. Man, I got a smoking <laughs> deal from a guy I knew out in Utah. Um, yeah. Probably shouldn't, awesome, probably shouldn't say that. I don't think I was supposed to cross state lines or some bullshit. Uh, you, but who knows? Maybe you lived there at the time. <laughs> well, no, I did live there, so it's all. Oh, right, I, think, right, right, I think maybe it's all good. I don't know. So, I do have a twelve gauge, but for any of the gear snobs out there, it is a Turkish-made shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> do Which the Turks do the Turks make bad bad shit? Man, um, it's just kind of generally thought that they just pump them out you know they're kind not very factory not very, yeah just, not very good damn. qc on them mm-hmm. but it's done me fine it's a pump action how wrong can you go with it <laughs> honestly how can you fuck that up yeah. yeah yeah and then uh wow here we go now this this is my pride and joy right now uh-huh. <laughs> yeah old bravo company ar and uh you know i got the most complaints about this the red dot uh-huh. Because it's like a it's like a hundred dollar red dot, you know. But it you you look through it and there's a dot there. And it, <laughs> <laughs> it holds yeah, man. zero, man. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I got the I got a sling and a light on it. But if anybody tells you you need a grenade launcher, um, <laughs> probably look into their background a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like especially if they offer to sell you one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Under the table. <laughs> but I tell you, man, it was funny because like I had a buddy put this together for me. Yeah. And he kept, he kept pulling the whole gear thing, you know, where he's just like, he's just like, well, you need this. Like, can't, you know, like it's got this, but it needs that. And I'm like, bro, 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 put it together, make it, make it shoot. Mm -hmm. Let's call it good. You know, like, he's like, oh, these, these sites, you know, like they're going to break eventually these collapsible folding sites, whatever. I'm like, yeah, they're stamped Ruger. Like, yeah, can't be that bad. No, not at all. And he was going to like, put a red dot on it and charge me, you know, more. And I'm like, bro, 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 bro. Like I I've given you all the money I can give you for now. Yeah. 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 Finish it. <laughs> you know? We'll get so, there. We'll get there. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's cool though, man. It's cool. I, you know, it shoots straight. I, you know, we went, we went out, we zeroed it. It was fucking zeroed when I, you know, first, first pulled the trigger. Bang. You know, it's just done. Same thing happened to me. It was crazy with that yeah. red dot. I threw it on this AR and it was like, you know, I, I zero at 50 yards because I don't, mm-hmm. I don't do long distance shooting with a red dot, but sure. it's like uh threw it on there and it was ringing an eight inch steel at that distance. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> so do you have something for long distance or not? Nah? I don't actually. That's, that's the next in the, in the lineup is I need a good bolt action, but yeah. I'd like to, you know, that's a thing is uh, I don't want to cheap out on the glass. So like the scope or anything. So I'm, I'm saving up. <laughs> you could spend as much on a scope as you do on a rifle easily. Yeah. You know? Oh, it's crazy, man. Some of the gear, you know, they were coming at me like, uh, like, well, with the flashlight thing, because on my Glock, I have a stream light and on my, on my AR, I have a stream light. And those are like, mm-hmm. they're not bottom tier lights, but they're not like, you know, operator style. Eh, whatever, man, it turns on and it lights up the room. <laughs> if it does it, it does it, you know? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Don't let, don't let perfect be the enemy of the good, y'all. Buy yourself. Like, I don't have, uh, I should have it on me. Goddamn, where's my pistol? <laughs> <laughs> I 
it's around here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, God damn, why is it not on my hip? That's fucking retarded. Hang on. <laughs> oh, I see it. I see it. You know, I'm ashamed to say that I do sometimes take it off when I get home because it, it you know, you're carrying Man. it all day. And yeah, but you know, people say carry it or don't carry it, pussy. But, well, <laughs> you know, everybody's got their own thoughts about it. But so I have yet to buy a automatic pistol, right? Yeah. All I have is my snubby. Like, yeah. Am I, am I broke? Yeah. Do I carry? Yeah. Like if you got it on you, man, I mean, that's what matters. Better than nothing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I got a couple buddies who, you know, I, you know, I don't have a lot of money to get a Glock right now. I'm like, there's plenty of other options out there that are not nearly the price of a Glock. That know? was, I, I want to say that was like 300 and change, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was the first pistol I bought was like a SD nine or something. Super heavy trigger, but it was like 250 bucks at Cabela's. And I was like, hell yeah, let's go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Done. Yeah. If it goes if it goes pew pew, we're we're good. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. Well, all right, man. I guess uh last opportunity for any final thoughts. Otherwise we'll we'll sign off. Um I think just uh to the listeners out there, man, don't let your don't let your financial state dictate how free you want to live. You know, mm-hmm. it's uh that's kind of the whole message I'm trying to portray here. But Bro, I said Appreciate sat, you, brother. My last thought on that note will be uh I sat and played backgammon for a couple hours with a buddy in the park. Guess how much money that cost. And guess how much fun we had, man. Oh yeah. And, uh, and that'll be that's actually gonna be an episode as well. This is the first time two episodes in one motherfucking day. Really? <laughs> yes, sir. Oh yeah, yes, sir. man. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, man, everybody go uh, you know, follow free and poor on TikTok. Would that be free and poor one now? Yeah, now it is. Yeah. 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 Free <laughs> and poor one on TikTok and uh free and poor on Instagram. You know, listen to the North is calling and uh yeah, man. It's good good getting to know you a little better. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. You too, yeah. man. I appreciate you having me on. This is a this is a sure. great opportunity. No doubt, man. No doubt. Well, uh, we'll talk again soon, man. We'll have to get you back on. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, you have a good cool. one, brother. All right, you too. Peace. Peace out.